everybody, this is Jake, and joined with me is Nick and Ezra. I'm I, I'm, I'm having you last because you fell asleep last episode. And <laughs> this is... Ready? Three, two, one. The Super Nerdcasters. Super Nerdcasters. The boys. We can do better than this. Not right, with the three, boys. Two, we are... The, the Super Nerdcasters. Soup. Yes. Today, Soup. I th- I am the host. Last week was Nick. The week before was Ezra, and then the previous week after that was me. It's back to me. We are on round two of the the Super Nerdcasters, so that's that's exciting. And this week, I thought we would talk about it. We kind of teased it in the last episode. I. Th- I think this week we are going to talk about the Mandela Effect. Woo! I'm not going to add a fake laugh cheering this time. I did that last one. I don't know if you caught it. Yay! Um, For those of you who don't know, the Mandela Effect is basically when you think something happened, but actually this happened. In actuality, this is the truth. This is it. Uh, it all started with a guy named Nelson Mandela, who uh, died around 2013, but a lot of people thought he died in prison in 1980. But his death isn't the only example of the Mandela Effect. There's a lot of other a lot of other effects out there, like the most famous one, which we'll talk about after these messages. So Ezra, <laughs> Nick, how's your week been going since we last recorded? Yeah. I'm we, glad uh, that your week's been going well, Ezra. I'm really glad. Really glad. I'll go first. Uh, my week was very well. Uh, me and Jake had a couple of games of Magic the Gathering this weekend, and it was fantastic. We all had a chance to win. All fair game. Everybody had a great time. We played uh, played some of my Star Wars D&D always fun uh got his character rolled up finally super excited about that i uh have been working hard so that i can come home and hardly work and that's my week haven't we all been working hard so we could hardly work exactly my week was fine just an average week i didn't play any pranks on any guests at target this week so (laughs) i know a lot of people um laughed about that last week i got a lot of feedback on that one they thought it was funny oh yeah Mm. at least they thought it was funny not bashing you i know exactly but yeah so we got that not much else you know it worked so you can work hard so you can hardly work you said it best i did have a i did have a dream the other night though however where i tried to uh sneak into my grandparents old house so for those who don't know grandparents used to live where I live they moved somewhere else and that used to be my childhood home like I was born and raised in that home I wasn't physically born in the home but you know like I lived my <laughs> first down the street I lived a lot of my life in that home um, and they moved away like last year it's almost like it actually has almost been a year since they moved to a completely different state but Sometimes I'll pass the house, you know, on my way home from work or anything. Um, but yeah, last a couple nights ago, 
don't know what it was, but I had a I had a dream where I was trying to sneak in. I had a couple of friends, like I think it was you, appeared. Uh, maybe Lauren, I forget. It, you know, f you don't see faces in your dream. At least I don't see faces in my dreams. I just see people that kind of like, like I see fig like bodies, and it's just like the aura kind of reminds me. Oh, that's that person. Oh, that's that person. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how I decipher I people that. in my dreams. Like I don't see faces, but I'll see bodies, and then I'll be like, this person feels like. Sometimes in a dream I'll see a face and then the sh face will shift to another face. And it's like okay, but it's still the same person. But like let's say in my dream I have you like you're in my dream and all of a sudden it's my mom's face, but it still feels like I'm with you, you know? It's weird. When you say you, you mean me? Yeah, you or as you in mean him. you as in you as in Nick. Got it. <laughs> like I <I'll>, <laughs> I'm sorry, I said you, and I'm talking to two people. <laughs> I just like how I said, you know, do you mean you as in me, or you as in him? You as in you, Nick. You as in Nick. Got it. Got it. Got it. Oh, I almost dropped my whole mic in front of the thousands of people that listen to this podcast. Oh, the thousands, yeah? Yes. Actually, I just checked uh, up on how we're doing. We're doing pretty good. We're like in 30 viewers 30 downloads it says whoa i mean people. that's not bad that's, that's pretty good for like how we're basically came out of nothing you know no fan base to start us up or anything we just popped out of the ground and we're sprouting up like a tree just got to keep watering that busyness keep sprinkling that beautiful life we sprinkle in the tree until the tree is no longer sprinkled <laughs> uh, Ezra, what about you? How was your week? Pretty alright. Are you gonna fall asleep this episode? No. Okay. How can I know for a fact? You're not gonna fall asleep. Because I'm, I'm not tired. I'm just <laughs> hanging out. That's fair, that's fair. Well, I'd say we should, uh... You know, we talked about ourselves. Anything else? I mean big update or big thing came out like a really big thing got released the final character for super smash brothers like in general and the biggest reveal is sora from kingdom hearts what do you think Ow. about that well uh last time i played kingdom hearts uh i remember there was a guy with a key that's sora and there was there was Maybe. a guy there was Donald Duck and uh, some of the other Musketeers. Musketeers? I don't know what you call them. I think it's Mickey and Donald and Goofy. Yes. Um, it's all Disney characters. It's Disney. Yeah, something like that. You took Disney, you took Final Fantasy, you shoved them together, and you had Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, Final Fantasy. I still haven't played that. Thought about it. I, th I think 8 on like, the Game Pass. Thought about. Yes, you thought about playing Undertale too, and you haven't touched that yet. Well, MMOs. I mean, RPGs and MMO. I, I guess you'd call that an MMO. What, do you, what would you call it? Undertale or for? Uh, for Final Fantasy. Well, MMO stands for Massive Multiplayer Online. So unless oh. you're in a room or you're on a server with <laughs> hundreds of other people, it's not an MMO. 
It's just an oh, RPG. Yeah, no, you're good. Yeah, yeah. RPGs aren't really my stand. I'm my, just my strong point. <laughs> I'm just well, actually, in you right now, so. No, according to my calculation. <laughs> I have you know. If you know that MMO stands for um, masculine macho organs. Um, multiplayer online. Yeah, sure. Uh, so that would be like WoW and and League of Legends and EverQuest and Grand Theft Auto Five online and, and Skyrim and online. Elder Scrolls online. Yeah. Anything online. I, Red Dead online. I know something about something sometimes. Yes. Anywho. <laughs> what is that Pokemon um, game called? Pokemon Planet, which is like, it's, oh, Pokemon Planet is so cool. I'll have to send you a link to it. You can get it on your computer. It's a fan-made Pokemon game, but it's like all of the games mixed as one whole game. Like, I think it's up to Gen 7 or something. But yeah. It's, you, you start in Kanto and you work your way up. And you just battle every gym leader, defeat every Elite Four, make your party, and you just go all the way up. And you're with other people. You can battle, trade, become friends with them. It's pretty sick. Yeah. My my only issue that I've ever had with RPGs is that, like, when, when you get to a certain point in an RPG, that either you can't move forward because you just don't want to put in the time for it, or you've gone so far in the future that you don't want to restart because you don't want to start back at zero. Like, I always have a weird issue with starting back at zero um, or, like, tr trying to complete 100% of something. Like, I know, like, for example, me and my brother, we play a lot. He plays a lot of Assassin's Creed. And he always wanted me to get to play Assassin's Creed. And it's like, well, I play through the campaign once, figure everything, like, campaign-wise out, but I don't go in and do, like, the 100% synchronization and go and do that, where he's, he's played through each story of Assassin's Creed at least four times and has done 100% synchronization two out of those four times, so... That's crazy. That's not my, you know... That's why, like, for Undertale, that just sounds like something I would, you know, play through once and then never go to do the other options. Like, never go to play through the... Um, uh, I think you different were, endings. I think you were interested in playing it until I brought up the fact that there were like three endings, and you're like, I'm I'm already done with it. <laughs> well, I just wanted to listen to the soundtrack. I could probably listen to intro music all day, but yeah. um, I just wanted it for that episode. <laughs> Fair. You never touched it, but you know it's how it is. How it be sometimes. Well, when I yeah, when I let it into the first time, I was like, oh, this is not my kind of game. And we have our first chat member today, Ashley the Dragoon. What's up? Hey, Hello. Ashley. Ezra's best friend since high school. <laughs> Alright, so this episode is about the Mandela Effect. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of... A lot of things that people don't know. Or... there, you, It's those moments where you're like... I could have sworn that was, and it's really not. There's a lot of those moments in media, uh, advertising, everything. The, the first thing that pops up is the Bearby Snareby Bears. <laughs> Bernstein, Ber Ber Bernstein. 
Oh, people swear. Oh, um, people thought the, you know, the Jif peanut butter. People thought it was, it was yeah, people thought it was Jiffy. Uh, because they were thinking of Skippy. And, mm -hmm. yeah, that's funny. Um, my favorite, and we talked about this in the previous episode, but in case you didn't catch it in the previous episode, we talked about, we were kind of hinting the Mandela effect, and everybody was yelling at me because they're like, don't give them all away. Save that for the next episode, which here we are in the next episode. Um, my favorite is... What? Star Wars, episode five, where... Oh, yeah. Where Darth Vader says, "No, no, oh, I, I am, am your father," and everybody, uh, everybody swears that he said, "Luke, I am your father," but it's untrue. Um, I I really take to hearken this one, this particular one, because it is the one that I get mixed up on a lot. Yeah. And still to this day, I'll say it sometimes, and and our good friend Jacob will correct me on it. But I was like, I know, I know now that he doesn't say it because I've seen the. I rewatched the movie as soon as I found out about it. I was like, no way. So I rewatched the whole movie, and I to this day could have sworn like the the person I had the conversation with when they first told me that no, it's not Luke. I am your father. It's I am your father. I was like, no way. I disputed it for a while. I was like, come on, there has to be like a commercial back in the day, something that kind of tweaked it. And that's what I always thought was like, I remember seeing it on like those, like, because I know this is kind of dates me, but um, I used to watch Empire Strikes Back on VHS. And yeah, VHS. So uh, <laughs> yo. Um, VHS, like a lot of VHS movies, and especially a lot of the early 2000. Uh, DVDs have commercials for other movies coming out around the same time um, and they have like a lot of like similar movies in a way like they're all sponsored by the same movie company and so like you know Star Wars being you know back then um, kind of sponsored with all kinds of you know basically everybody so basically everybody had the Star Wars commercials on them, uh, you, you kind of, I always thought that it was like in a commercial or something like that, that they might have slipped it out wrong, like early access commercials, so you don't quite get the full like edit. But apparently, I, and I did my research on this, apparently they don't even, like none of the pre-edits, none of the like original um, like script lines, um, not, not even like, um, James Earl Jones had mentioned it even in one of his interviews saying like, yeah, I've never even said that particular part of it is because that that particular part was was very ingrained in George Lucas's mind as having to be perfect. So he never even practiced any kind of improvisation or anything like that. Like it was, you know, James Earl Jones himself even said that, no, it's, you know, that's 100% what I said. I never said anything about Luke, I am your father. He said, I always said um no i am your father and that kind of blew my mind because i like um james Earl jones a lot that's crazy yeah <clears throat> yeah it's, it's it's a weird one uh, hey uh, uh oh ezra go ahead 
Another case would be Curious George. A lot of people think he has a tail. He doesn't? Yeah. Nope. I have a plush Curious George in my car, for those of you who don't know. Carry him around, <laughs> he's my good luck charm. <laughs> I have a little stuffed <laughs> yeah, Curious George, he sits in the back seat, I keep him strapped just in case he flies out the window sometime. Hopefully he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't, <laughs> doesn't have a tail. Um, I don't think uh, your old grandma car can drift around a corner fast enough to fly him out the window. Uh, you can, you, you, you'd be surprised how many things... I, I shouldn't say this because <laughs> my grandmother does listen to this podcast, but you'd be surprised, you know, what that car can do. I've, I've flipped it over a few times. <laughs> she's like, she's just lo- gasping in her room right now. <laughs> I just gave her a heart attack. I hope not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's all jokes. I don't flip the car over. Um, here's an inter- interesting one that caught my attention. Um, Looney Tunes. A lot of people think Looney Tunes is spelled tunes like at the end of cartoon, T-O-O-N-S, but it's not. It's spelled like music tunes, like T-U-N-E-S. So that's a, that's an interesting one. I, uh, I like the, uh, the Monopoly Man. With having the monocle. the monocle versus not having the monocle, yeah. Yeah. That one, that was another one that kind of got me because I'm like, no, it's pretty sure he has a monocle, but no. The uh, the Berenstein Bears is spelled with an A instead of E I N. It's A I N. So like stain. That one, that one, I still don't truly understand. So it is. Berenstain Bears, or it's, well, it's Berenstain Bears? It's pronounced, it's pronounced Berenstain Bears, but it's spelled with A-I-N. Because I guess it's just the way... Not that it's E-I-N. Like, yeah, I guess the way it's just pronounced, everyone thinks. But it's... Well, isn't it like the writers or whatever, like their name is Berenstain or something like that? Yeah. Like, and they pronounce it Berenstain? Yeah. Yeah, that one... That one's always got me weird, but I never really... I was always a uh, uh, oh god, what is that? What was that really old book with the with the turtle? Franklin. I think Franklin. Oh is the yeah, name of it. Franklin, the old cartoon with the. I think so. Maybe I, you know, but I never really watched the Bernstein Bears. Old cartoons wise, maybe like uh, Littlefoot with uh, what is that called? Uh, Land Before Time. The Love dinosaurs? Land Before Yeah. That's a good cartoon. I was I was the dinosaur kid. I was the the guy who never showed up about dinosaurs. <laughs> how do you how do you spell Febreze? Oh, I don't know. Uh F E Breeze, I believe. There's only one E in Febreze between the R and Z. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, let me just pull up the can that's in my room just to, you know, yep. Just to make sure. Yep, my, it uh, is. We'll check. There's only one oh. E in between the R and Z. It's another one that people didn't think about. And the um, spelling things like Looney Tunes and Febreze and stuff like that, the ones that are spelling, that one to me, because I took a, a little bit of psychology in college, uh, when it comes to psychology, there's a part in psychology where your brain fills in absent spaces. 
yeah. of things that it normally recognizes. So you'd be able to like look at words that are missing like five or ten letters. Like say it's a ten letter word and it was missing five characters out of it. You, you could probably out. still read the word yep. because your our brains are so powerful that they can have that fill in space. So the spelling ones always kind of make me think of that is like, well, it's... they just are filling in the space there. For breeze, you would think it would be like uh, F-A and then breeze, like the spelling of breeze. Instead of like, um, however, the, the brand name Breeze spells or like Looney Tunes, you know, thinking the tunes because they're cartoons, you know, they're just filling in that space through their head just yeah. as a quick, because our brain is, our brain moves remarkably quick. And so a lot of people, especially people who don't overthink spelling and stuff like that, um, just fill in the spaces. Oh yeah, Looney Tunes, boom, it's T-O-O-N-S. <laughs> they think yeah so uh ashley in the chat just came up with um the flintstones it's flint yep. stones instead of flintstones another spelling one i'm trying to skip the spelling ones because most of the ones on this website are all spelling ones there's an interesting one does kit kat have a hyphen yes no it doesn't what you're lying that's nope. a lie <laughs> you're actually fibbing dude. and it's actually it's it's funny how it pops up because i have a kit kat right here on my desk uh, it doesn't have a hyphen on the logo you're so you're just so prepared for this you're, you're <laughs> gathering them up you're like let me gather my collection <laughs> this oh. is my mandela collection <laughs> that one i don't understand and i just actually passed that one ashley says talks about the pikachu with the black splotch on the tail I, oh, the black you, Unless you don't know Pokemon, how can you mistake Pikachu for having a black tip on its tail? Like, yes, we all know the ears, but did any? I mean, did any of his old sprites in like the game no. have nope he a black tail or anything solid like that? Yellow or not, tail throughout the whole game, or not even like an easily kind of like you know black outline to him or anything like that. Maybe, but I don't. But I, feel like, I don't know if it was that extreme. The only thing I can think I of feel is like he some has, OGs. The only thing I can think of is he has brown at the bottom of his tail, like where it gets to his lower back. But that's where it gets it. to his lower back. Yeah. Um. Fruit of another the loom. one. Oh yeah, say yours first, Ezra. Uh, another one. Uh, a lot of people think that uh, Mother Teresa. Uh, three stripes like Adidas, and she's doing it for Jesus. A lot of people think that she was made a saint in the 90s, but she was ordained as a saint in 2016. Gotta love Ezra for throwing that epic rap battles of history reference in there. <laughs> I didn't know that was a TV reference. <laughs> yes, I caught that right away. I'm like, I bet you he's. Oh, was it the three stripes for Jesus? In yes. The... Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I never saw the Mother Teresa ERB. What, who's she against? Uh, Sigmund Freud. Oh yeah, I, I would not watch that. That's very political and religious for me. <laughs> Fair enough. I um, think I've seen like all the political ones once. Yeah. And like the Miley Cyrus versus Joan of, uh, Joan of Arc one, that one's like once. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thinks that the Fruit of the Loom has a cornucopia, but it doesn't. That's just a fruit, isn't it? It's just a pile of fruit. Yeah, that that one I th think I've seen before. Okay. But that, I mean, 
cornucopias and hear me out here here's a big big brain theory on cornucopias so cornucopias is oftenly like a uh uh a uh symbol of the november like symbol of of the harvest you know, season thanksgiving the harvest season and stuff like that so maybe now hear me out maybe they might have had like a seasonal uh brands give away something where they put them in a cornucopia maybe in a commercial or something big brain time okay i see they're like hey like something came out around uh, you know thanksgiving time they're like you know what you know what you thanksgiving uh give underwear yeah <laughs> uh cheese is there a z at the end of it is it cheese its or is it cheese it? Uh, it's that one I might actually. That one I might actually be able to tell you. But I think I have some cheese it. Uh, it's it's too far away. It's in my kitchen. It's probably cheese it. Yeah, it's a cheese it, and you know we plural it to be cheese its. But the logo doesn't have a Z at the end. Double stuff. Actually, I didn't even know this one. Double stuff Oreos. Uh, stuff is only spelled with one F. Yep. Stuff. Yep. I always thought it was double stuffed Oreos. Like it's spelled stuffed. Oh no! It's just double stuff Oreos. Double stuff Oreos. Does Mona Lisa smile? Is that one of the Mandela effect though? No. <laughs> no to her smiling or no to it being a Mandela effect? I, I feel like that's not so much a Mandela effect thing as it is, like, the quirks of how she is, like, uh, painted. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, it is a very, like, smiling non-smile. That makes sense. Hey, Nick, I got another Star Wars one for you. For me? Oh, another Star Wars one. I I heard there was one more Star Wars one, but I, I don't remember it. C-3PO has a silver leg. No, he has a red leg. No, it's silver. In the original trilogy, he has a silver leg. On it was never head. red? It's the bottom half, so like from his knee down to his foot, it's silver. I think it was red, and then it was silver, because um, in Cloud City... I th well, Cl in Cloud City, there's multiple like things with him in Cloud City because at the end of uh, at the beginning, I think at the beginning when they first go to Cloud City, he has a no. When they first meet him, I think when they first meet C-3PO again, he has one red leg because it was stolen by the um, by the. Jawas that took him the first time, his his gold one, and it was replaced by. Hmm, maybe the red one was from episode two. Okay. I feel like he had a red one at I, some point. I, I recognize the red one too, but I think that was. I have no idea. The color chartreuse, and Ezra, I, I'm you, you you probably know this one already, so don't answer. Nick, describe the color chartreuse. Chartreuse? Um, is it like tan? No. <laughs> See, that's that's. I, I really don't. That's another Mandela effect. I really don't know what. 
A lot of people think it's in that er that area of tan, pink, salmon, magenta, um, but in reality, it's a green. It's a shade of green. Oh, it's green. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was thinking either either tan or like a bluish green, almost like uh, teal. <laughs> Ashley's in the comments like, isn't it like a lime green? I'm an artist, so it's unfair. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a greenish. Is it like lime green? Yeah. Almost a mint. Ashley's an artist. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean... When it comes to colors and stuff like that, I've never really been good at, like, designating different colors. I've kind of been like, oh, it's blue, it's green, it's teal, it's red. Um, even teal's a little bit pushing it, because I still don't know what... Some people are like, no, teal is more green, and I'm like, I really don't know. <laughs> just just listen to the... To this one. I, I'm, I'm not gonna... We're not gonna talk about this, but listen to this one. It goes, number of U.S. states... The correct answer is 50, obviously, but some Americans and foreigners alike recall learning that there were 51 or 52. If you're going to a school that taught you that there are 51 or 52 states, you need to go back to a different school, because that is completely incorrect. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean... 50 I know that there's 50 states and I know that we have like provinces in other countries um like I think Puerto Rico is one of those and something in Brazil I think maybe um but those aren't US states they're you know you don't get US citizenship for being born in Puerto Rico um but yeah definitely I definitely heard about that one, um, but I'm not good at my geom geomography. Geography. So, I know. So I know. Smokey Bear is not Smokey the Bear, but people think he is. Smokey Bear, huh? Yes. Yeah, that's another... I mean, that's... I think English is... that's Again, that's that kind of like... People are just filling in spaces there you know they're saying smoky the bear his name is smoky so he's smoky the bear whereas smoky bear is his actual name again that's probably just that uh, that's why i always never get about english ones is they're very like well yeah but your brain kind of fills in spots so <laughs> they're just filling in the the uh, so apparently people think that the space shuttle challenger exploded two years prior to its actual explosion. Yes. And they're like, it happened in 1984, but it actually happened in 1986. Weird. I feel like, uh, like, you could really throw people off with, uh, um, like a quiz with just Mandela effects answers. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> be like in the movie Star Wars. How to fail? Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah, it's just a test that's like, uh. You're like, like which uh, image is correct? Oh, and it shows like the Monopoly Man, and then the Monopoly Man with the with the <laughs> monocle. monocle. Which image is correct? Uh, You're just like, uh. uh seven. <laughs> seven. 
I feel like that's how like like that that's the best way to kind of take graphics on the Mandela effect is just by quizzing people with those kind of throwing those kind of quiz questions in there. What color is Tony the Tiger's nose? Oh, I don't know, blue. It is. A lot of people think it's oh, it is? or gray. But it's blue. It's got a blue nose. That's a it's a blue package. I mean, why else yeah. would it be a blue package if he didn't have something blue on him? Um, what? That makes no sense. <laughs> well, like, uh, when, you, when it comes to cereal brands, you mm -hmm. often have the box match at least one of the colors of the actual creature that it is. So, like, Toucan Sam, he's got the red, red yellow, and yeah, he's got the red nose. And I think there's like, I think there's yellow in there somewhere too. And there's a yellow background on the Fruit Loops, or there's a red background on the Fruit yeah, Loops. Yeah, a red background. Like, like Captain Crunch has a yellow background, and he's got like yellow in his hat. He's got a yellow C, like Mario. C stands for <laughs> Mario. In case you didn't know that. Uh, that's another Mandela <laughs> effect. Is a lot of people think Fruit Loops is spelled normal, except for Loops, um, or they think it's Fruity Loops. Uh, but it's Fruit Loops because the whole gimmick of its circles and the circles cover the O's for both Fruit and Loops. Interesting. Okay. Yes. There's a Mandela effect for Shaggy's Adam Apple. Oh, what the heck? Shaggy's what? Adam Apple Mandela effect. Um. Oh. People think he has one. I mean, he probably has, at some point in the cartoon, like, swallowed something and it's seen it go down his throat, but... Yeah. I don't know if he just normally talks with an Adam Apple or not. No, I don't think he has one. I don't think... Well, I don't pay enough attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not, like, staring at the Adam's Apple. You're like, this is the best part of the yeah. animation right here. Like, is he a girl? <laughs> now, did Ben 10 have a white Omnitrix or a green Omnitrix? Uh, he had both. Uh, well, I should say, did his aliens have a white Omnitrix or a green Omnitrix? And he had both. Yeah. His, his first series, it was always white. But then after Alien Force, even when he went back in time to himself as a kid, it was always green. Yeah, I didn't... I saw two Alien Force. I think I stopped at Alien Force, so I couldn't tell you. Which I still don't know why they ever decided to make it white to begin with. Ezra, do you know that one? Huh? Why... Like, when he's in alien form, the Omnitrix is white instead of green. No. You don't know that? Mm, I don't either. It might be like a negative color thing. Isn't it black normally? No. Like, black and green? It's Yeah, it's green and black, but when he transforms where it's supposed to be green, it's white and black on his alien formation. Here, I'll pull up, like, an original... Maybe it has it. something to do with an Xbox, because Xbox went from black to white in the 360. Yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's exactly what... That's exactly <laughs> what. 
Xbox secretly plugging with uh, <laughs> the. Why do you think plugging their new with Ben 10? <laughs> Why do you think all the Ben 10 games are on Xbox? Exactly. Big brain. Big brain. Nick figured it out. <laughs> I'm three thousand. I'm three thousand IQ today. <laughs> Just today. Just today. But tomorrow. Um. Yeah. Don't talk to me tomorrow. <laughs> My two brain cells will, <laughs> will be tired of rubbing together. <laughs> for warmth. That's great. Or I'll send you a picture in the Discord chat. Um, is there any like Mandela effects that you guys think like that not is like not like a common one, but something that was like that you might have thought was weird, and then you found out later that it wasn't true? Wait, what? Maybe in your personal life. I spaced out there for a second. What? Oh my god, listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I was saying was, is there any, like, personal Mandela effect? Something that you thought was true but wasn't true? In our life? Yeah, sure. Just something, like, maybe that you're like, yeah, like, me and my friends are all hanging out, and you're like, yeah, we went to this, and everybody else is like, no, we went to, we went to the mall and had mojitos. Um, no, I'm never wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm never wrong. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm never, never wrong in my life. Never have maybe I ever. It's just, maybe it's just early onset dementia for me. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't think about like what I did as a child. I mean, oh yeah, I guess. I mean, I have an interesting memory like that. I remember a lot of stuff from Ezra, when I was a kid. Like Ezra claims I that I pushed him in the bush back in first grade, but the way I saw it was he pushed me in the bush. I mean, like <laughs> exactly. See what I'm talking about, though. <laughs> that that was a joke. I, that was that, that would have been joke. a perfect. Oh, was it a joke? Yeah. Jake, you're. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, Here's something that I always have a hard time with. So, like, you ever notice, I don't know if it's just me, but you ever notice, like, when you're really good friends with somebody, um, like, when you're really, like, um, nearly best friends, or you are best friends with someone, you're you always- each other to death. You always forget, like, how you guys met. Like, you, you've always, like, you know you, you and that person have been friends for a while, but you forget how you met. Oh, is that just me? Like, I remember... Yes. I don't remember how I met Ezra, but I know I've known him since first grade. Uh, I don't remember how I met you, Nick, but I know we've worked at Fry's together. It's just, like, I so, don't remember the first interaction with people, I, I, I guess. So, the first interaction with me and you was interesting. Well, I don't remember... Like, you're right, I don't remember the first interaction. I do, however, remember a very good interaction with each other. That might have been the reason that we became friends friends. So we might have met each other previously, especially with like Dimitri and, and Justin. Joe and Justin. And Joel. But I think with um like the main time, I don't I don't remember if you remember, but you were riding out in your scooter and you rode out to like by the um the uh to the fuel center and we had like an hour conversation like after you were off. So that had to and have been I was, but that had to have been yeah. after our friendship started because I bought the scooter at your house. 
Maybe it wasn't the scooter then. That I mean, that could have been, that could have been very true and and with our friend. But see, like I don't remember exactly how we became friends. Yeah, exactly. Like same with Brandon. I've I know, like he claims that there's stories of us going around the park or like the playground at our elementary school singing Super Mario songs. But I don't remember that. I just remember playing Minecraft with Brandon and a whole bunch of other people and. Calling it good because there was no responsibilities in life. Just a bunch of twelve-year-olds, yeah. eleven-year-olds playing Minecraft after school. And you know what's actually kind of funny is I had something. So I guess the best example I'd have of that is I had um, been talking to London. So you know London, right? Yes. So me and London have been friends since we were very small, but it's only because our parents were friends since we were very very small so we know each other but we never really knew each other and it was only recently when we got to meet back up and everything started to kind of click being like oh wait your dad is this oh wait your mom is this oh you have this last name or whatever oh you're friends with this person and this is i wanted to talk to you about this because this was a weird like line of coincidences so it's me joey london and like a bunch of our high school friends so me i have like um a bunch of i had a bunch of high school friends who i used to go to elementary school with yeah so i had moved away in like 2012 i think to, i think it was 2012 to 2015 i had moved into a different part of the state i've always been in here but i moved to a different part of the state and so that was basically like sixth seventh and eighth grade that i was in a different state so i come back in high school and basically meet all of my elementary school friends again well i never remembered joey or london from elementary school probably because they went to a different school or something but they were mutual friends in that three years with a bunch of my other friends that i had known from elementary school so we all got to hanging out and we all started to realize being like, wait, you're friends with this person and this person's friends with this person. We had this big, weird connection. And like, even like Zach and stuff like that was connected and like Zach's brother. And it was just a weird, like, I have like a bunch of friends that are just all connected. And I really don't remember how meeting them, how, like, how long we've known each other, why we know each other. Like, there's even like some some friends that we met randomly at a like i met a friend at a gas station we worked at a gas station together and he just so happened to be like joey's cousin or something like that or like i went to high school with a guy we had a class and we met and had a great time and we i went to go introduce him and it ended up being his brother and joey's brother what a weird i'm like look i just made this new friend and it was joey's brother i was like whoa <laughs> you're like whoa wait a minute that's not normal i was like you got yeah so i don't know it's just this weird like thing and i wouldn't be surprised if you were connected into this somehow like maybe your long lost cousin was uh it was joey's <laughs> brother's girlfriend's third roommate of course <laughs> that makes yeah. sense like justin Justin's um, sister is dated Joey at one point. Oh wow! And oh, I wow. never, I never like, you know, that's a different. I mean, you guys are all up in upper state. I'm all in lower state. So there was no other connection except that. 
Yeah. Like, Justin lives up there with you guys. And so, we weren't even, like, in the same school or nothing. It was just this weird, like, coincidence. <laughs> weird. I didn't always live upstate, though, you know. I lived down here with you most of my childhood. I didn't, I mean, we could have crossed paths back then. It's unknown. It is really unknown. Yeah, I've been, I've been down here. Um, I guess uh, I say down here, but technically we're up. We could have, uh, we could have been in the same Walmart for all we know, like in 2011. Yeah. Could have been the same wall, all three of us in the same Walmart. Didn't even know it. Didn't, Didn't even, even know, know it. it. What about you, Ezra? Weird, weird things in your life that you don't remember slash remember or think you remember, but you don't. I mean, there's this one Mandela effect that I'd say probably affected, like, five million people or so. Enjoy your Kool-Aid, uh, Ashley. A lot of people remember, like, a collaborative YouTube channel between uh, Markiplier and Crank Gameplays. Stop! But there's no evidence of such a thing existing. Stop! You're so bad! <laughs> You're so dumb! You're... Absolutely dumb. <laughs> what was it called? One anus? One... <laughs> just, so you, just, just so you know, Nick, um, Markiplier and Crank Gameplays, they did a collaborative YouTube channel for... Crank Gameplays, hold on, hold on. Before you say anything too crazy, Crank Gameplays, is that Ethan? Yes. Ethan. Okay, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about then. You don't even gotta worry about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. No, Ashley's I, asking if I got that one. me and Ezra remember how we met. Apparently I pushed him in a bush. With a kid named Nick. Well, oh, Who? it all ties out. Oh, this is spicy. <laughs> Was it me? <laughs> what if it was you? Now, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Is there actually a kid named Nick with you? Yes. That's, That's weird. That's the thing. <laughs> That's <laughs> weird. You only know, like, Nick, right? You don't know anything else about this person? Nope. I just remember it was a oh. Nick. That's weird. But it was at her See, school. Life is... You know what it could be? Hear me out. Big brain time again. A glitch in the matrix. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, uh, have you seen the movie? It's a, I think it's a movie on Netflix or something like that. It's called uh, the Mandela Effect. I've heard. I think of it's the, called the Mandela Effect. I've heard of the Carbonero Effect. No, I guess it's this. I don't know if you remember if it was Hulu or Netflix or what it was on. No, I know what you're but talking about. I'm making a joke. It's a. Oh. <laughs> Well, apparently this guy, like, obsessed over the Mandela Effect because he, like, I guess, like, he lost his daughter. And it was, like, he didn't think that he lost his daughter. He was, like, wait a minute. Like, he was, like, like, they had a funeral for her or whatever. And it's, like, wait, no, she was just here or whatever. And, like, up? no, it was this weird thing. Like, I forget exactly how it started. It was, like, on the beach or something like that. And he uh like the daughter gets like swept away by the tide and okay. the dad like the dad doesn't realize it until the mom's like 
crying about it. He's like, wait, I just saw her like three seconds ago. Like, there's no way she died. And they had a big old funeral for her and stuff. And then, um, like the movie, the the uh, it's this weird like conspiracy movie. I, I would hate to ruin the ending for you if you want to watch it. So I'm not going to say much more of it. But it's an interesting movie about the Mandela effect and uh, how this affected this person's life. And they have this weird like tangent like this weird uh like it completely like he starts to talk to doctors and stuff like that they're all like conspiracy theorists and he starts bringing his own conspiracy theory to it ends up being this weird conspiracy movie nelson mandela cartwheels into the frame and then he kicks him in the jaw Yes. If you want me to, t I mean, if you want me to spoil it, I can spoil it. But does that actually happen? <laughs> no, no. It's a weird, like, it's a weird, like, Matrix glitch. Like, um, what's that one movie with Jim Carrey that he's like locked in a world or whatever? Bruce whatever Almighty. Bruce. No, you you made no. me. You tricked me into saying Bruce Almighty. I absolutely hate you. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> he, he he like plays like a character that's like stuck in a time it's loop the truman of, show the truman show so like it's very truman <laughs> show style where it's like he lost his daughter but then he starts to like realize the mandela effect and like start to realize the people behind the truman show and so they reset and give him his daughter back oh so yeah it's oh, super that's like messed up okay yeah, it's super, like, he wakes up one morning, and she's there, and he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on. And the, and the, like, the wife, I guess, like, the wife was like, yeah, she's been here the whole time, like, nothing ever happened, like, it's awesome. And then, like, they, uh, like, because she kind of now is being affected by the Mandela effect, in a way, like, she's kind of noticing, like, wait a minute, how did she get back here? Like, she starts to go crazy, and, like, it starts to glitch out. And he's, like, he's, like, I want just my normal life back. So he goes to, like, this computer and, like, types in, like, a algorithm program to, like, try to, like, test the system, I guess. Like, he plugs, he plugs this, like, algorithm into a supercomputer that's, like, running the entire world, like, like, the entire internet or something like that. And he, like, pulsates the, the matrix that they're all living in to, like, reset and it resets everything and like he forgets everything and they forget everything and it was just super weird movie it's really like it reminds me of the butterfly effect um which segue into the butterfly effect um the butterfly effect was an interesting movie too uh and the butterfly effect for those who don't know is when like you go back in time and then you affect something by stepping on the and wing then of a butterfly by stepping on the wing of the butterfly you then change in the future that like cars there's flying cars in the same time that you left it or there's like a different language that's spoken um Oculus. there's this really there's this really good book with the uh the butterfly effect that uh um i don't remember exactly what it's called but they Sound go back in, i don't know uh, they go back to they go back in time and they shoot dinosaurs that are about to die anyway, 
and they go and dig up the bullets. And I guess one of the guys stepped off the trail and hit like a like a centipede or something like that, like crumpled a centipede. And then when they went back in time, all of their like world languages have changed, so they couldn't like read any of the signs or anything like that because it was all like in complete gibberish. So they, they shot dinosaurs that were already about to die. Yeah, so they were like big game hunters, so they would go and shoot a dinosaur or whatever to say that they hunted a dinosaur, and then like that they basically w went back in time to kind of see, to watch that dinosaur, and so they knew when it was about to die, like a tree branch would fall on its neck or whatever, uh, like right afterwards. So they'd shoot it, it would die, and then the tree branch would fall right back on them and then they had to go like dig out the bullet so that it wasn't like the bullet would affect anything you know so the marvel show loki contradicts that completely which is interesting you know because people have different aspects on the butterfly effect and i i thought it was interesting because they were talking about you go back in time and because the whole thing about the loki show is time travel and you can't screw up the time, otherwise the time police will come and arrest you. But he, they figured out this loophole where if you go to a spot where a big event is going to occur, like, example, spoilers to people who haven't seen Loki, but uh, they go to Pompeii because Pompeii is about to be, you know, destroyed by a volcano. And they're like, well, we can go to Pompeii and interact with the people and not change anything because they're already about to die from the volcano. Yeah. Yeah. But you're saying with the, that whole dinosaur story is that uh, you could um, essentially still change even though that dinosaur was about to die. Its path was to stop it from existing, but even though you still shot it before the tree branch fell on it, it changed the whole aspect. Well, no, I, I guess it's the same, it's a similar thing, because, right. like, instead of shooting the dinosaur, it's the talking to the people, and instead of the tree branch falling on it, it's the actual eruption of Pompeii. So it's a similar thing, okay. but what they did was, is they affected something outside of that dinosaur gotcha. dying, okay. and that trickled down to being an issue. Yeah. And it was an interesting book. I remember reading it in high school, but I don't remember what it was called or something like that. I always thought it was called Big Game Hunter or Big Game or something like that or Game Effect or Big Effect or something like that. I don't remember what it was like called. Ezra's title better about lightning bolts or something. It's, it's A Sound of Thunder by Ray Bradbury. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good book. Is that what I'm actually describing? No. Uh, no, oh, okay. it, it's very similar, isn't it? Uh, maybe not with dinosaurs, but yeah, it's around it's, that. It's guided tours where like rich people go and kill dinosaurs that are about to die. Oh, maybe then. Really? It's been a while. Maybe that's. I it. can't believe you got that off like the first three seconds of me saying, "Oh yeah, they hunt dinosaurs," and you went. Ezra's <laughs> <laughs> genius like snap. that. Hey, you know, some, you know, our nerdum stretches, alright? Go, going, going back to Butterfly sure. Effect, um, there's an interesting video game out there, and it's a PS4 exclusive game. Uh, we actually, I, I actually had this conversation with Ezra, but he makes a good point. It's a game where you play once and, you know, you, you've played it. Um, but it's called, <laughs> it's called Until Dawn. Um, 
and it's all about the butterfly effect. Every choice you make in the game um, affects the flow of the story. And yeah. ca uh, characters around you will remember things you've done. Um, they, they'll, yeah, and it, it affects their personalities around you and everything. That's a pretty good game. It's not as, uh, how would you say it? It's not as detailed as you want it to be, though. I mean, because I feel like no matter what you do, you end up gonna, you end up, you're, you're still gonna end up getting to the same path. But it's definitely a unique game from what we're like the Telltale stuff and all of that when it comes to choose your own adventures. Yeah. Um, and I really think that there's a there could be a big connection in that kind of stuff too. I feel like like when it especially because it i'm gonna segue back to mandela effect Do because it. like they they described in that movie that i was talking about that like it is multiple different dimensional pathways and you're just so happened to living the pathway that is uh your daughter's living or your daughter's dead or whatever and now we just need to switch it up to something that's different or like don't mess with it because there's somebody who's living with it already so I think that's another thing is like time traveling and Mandela effect and stuff like that all has to do with like, I mean, obviously with Mandela effect, that's a very real thing that a lot of people like suffer from. I, I don't say suffer from because it's just kind of a weird taboo thing, but it's like one of those, um, gets it's something that like, yeah, it's something that people that are, are like conspiracy theorists go, look, look, this is, you know, this could be caused by time travelers who create alternate dimensions and we think that we did something and we're in a different dimension now or something like Deja that. Vu. Like definitely fits into that. No, it does. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I always misunderstood deja vu too, because I guess deja vu is something they feel like this has happened before. Whereas it's, I always yeah. thought deja vu was you dreamt about it and then it came true. Well, that's, I mean, that's, part of it you could have that's one of the explanations to how you get deja vu is you could have dreamt of it so you're not wrong but a lot of you know there there's many reasons to what could have like if you believe in um reincarnation it could have been something you've done in your other life um or it's just something you've done in your life once and completely forgot about and you're reliving it because you know it was a memory that totally left your brain and then an, a dream thing. It could have been something you've done in a dream that happened in the real world. So, or a lot of that. a vision into a different dimension or into a different timeline when you did something different or did something the same based on your, you know, you're looking, you're dreaming about something that's happening in a different dimension in the future and then it actually happens to you. <sighs> So here's something pretty awesome. Um, not, I don't know if it's awesome, but here's something interesting. I was actually just having a conversation with my mother, like maybe a few hours before we started recording this, about uh, multiverse and explaining to her what that is. Um, and my my best explanation was: let's say you're going, you're driving home from work, and you want to get a cup of coffee from Starbucks. Well, you have two choices: you can go to Starbucks and get the coffee or you can skip Starbucks and go home. No matter what choice you make, 
the alternate universe is gonna form a path where you made the other choice. And yeah. so, like, the multiverse could exist. We have no comprehension of that whatsoever. No way to prove it. The only way to prove it is through Marvel movies. Um, <laughs> and that's, I mean, even comic books too, Marvel comics, because the multiverse is a massive thing in Marvel history. But And it's starting to pick up in, like, DC and stuff too, with, like, the the new DC TV shows and stuff. Well, Marvel well. started the multiverse, just just saying, okay? DC can step off. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Actually, I just learned yeah. this the other day. Um I learned What what was it? That DC stands for uh Detective Comics. And yeah. everybody now, it's now, they're now called DC Comics. Like, that's their official brand name is DC Comics. And am I so mind, they're, directed, they're, they're, they're Detective Comics Comics. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I, I found that out the other day and I'm like, wait a minute. Well, I think, weren't they bought by someone? I thought DC Comics was bought by either a film company or something i have no idea i've hardly that heard would make more sense if they changed it to like dc being that it's you know dc stands for something to now being just dc comics There's as a brand there is way too much on this wikipedia page holy crap so many <laughs> words wikipedia yeah Ugh, detective comics and Meanwhile, Max Gaines, former star. Yeah, I'm not going to read any of this. Uh, we'll just <laughs> action comics. All I, know is, I, all I know is that I'm Marvel, and that's what I fangirl over is Marvel. I, you know, for me, DC has always been like the, the more obtainable superpower kind of thing. I've always looked to DC as like that could be our villain in real life, like that, like Bane. He's Mr. just freeze. a guy on steroids. A guy Mr. Who has guns that freeze people, like in okay. Me. Okay, hear me out on this. All right, there is some characters that's obviously not actual IRL obtainable. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> Superman and his many villains and enemies. That's all alien life. But, like, I'm talking, like... You could say uh, that about Marvel, too. Like, the Shocker is just a guy that can punch really hard. I mean, come on. Well, yeah, but I just feel like there's a lot more characters in DC. Whereas... Like, grounded. Yeah, I feel like Stan Lee went... Which, this is, this is Stan Lee's point of view, and this is Stan Lee's honest, like... Well, I want people to believe in the supernatural, to believe in the extraterrestrial, because I want... Um, I want it to be I want it to be disconnected from reality whereas DC never really had that they were all kind of like well Joker could actually exist well Batman is just basically a orphan <laughs> it's just an orphan playing dress it's just an orphan you know who's got a awesome suit and a lot of money um, and so that kind of stuff like Iron For Man. me, DC's yeah. I well, a lot of Iron Man, awesome money. I mean, awesome suit, a lot of money. Exactly. 
Well, you always have like copy and connections and stuff like that. But who came first, Batman or Iron Man? That's the real question. I would say when it comes to like the characters in DC and Marvel, it depends on like which corner of the given universes you're dealing with. Because, like, with Marvel, if you're in, like, the Avenger-centric areas, that's where you get further away from, like, the realism. But when you're dealing with, like, street-level stuff, you get things that are just basically real people. Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man, Spider Punisher, Daredevil. Yeah. And then with DC, it's mostly Batman's rogues gallery is the ones that are just like, hey, these are people. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, and and the way that they describe that, too, is, like, certain worlds and cities are different. So, like, Arkham, for example, is, like, a real-world, like, equivalent to a metro city, I guess. Um, but it's not actually, like, a real metro city, whereas something else in DC, like, uh, like the Justice League and stuff like that, the Justice League... Uh, not the Justice League, I'm sorry, in the, um... Teen Titans, go. Yeah. Well, no, even Teen Titans is connected to the Justice League because of Robin. Yeah. And um, I think a younger version of Batman joins the Justice, or the Teen Titans at some point. And Robin becomes the Justice League. So. I actually don't know DC, I don't know any of DC outside of, like, any of DC's outer connections that are not part of the Justice League. Because I know, like, yeah. so, so much of it loops back around to the Justice League is the main thing. Whereas yeah, because Marvel, like, even... you have multiple teams doing multiple things. Like, you've got the X Men, you got yeah. the Fantastic Four, you got the Avengers, you got so many things to follow. But DC, it's we're all the Justice League. We are all just... the Justice League. Like, the <laughs> stuff that isn't Justice League is, like, really niche. For the most part, yeah. like you got, you got Constantine, you've got Etrigan, you've got the Metal Men. I can't find anything else on the top of my head. But yeah, I, I definitely think that uh, Marvel has a better like uh, of that, where they have different connection teams, and that can be explained by the multiverse. Maybe you know the Silver Surfer and um. With the Fantastic Four, like the Silver Surfer and stuff like that, that can all be different dimensional. I guess they technically connected that with the World Eater. What is his name? Galactus. My favorite villain of all time. <laughs> I have an um, action figure of him that I built myself because it was back when Marvel was doing those build your super villain or hero, where you had to buy like a figure that came with a head, and then you bought the next figure that came with the arm. I collected all of them and completed Galactus, and I've had that Galactus ever since. But has Galactus ever been, like, connected to the Avengers and stuff like that? Nope. Well, that, here, so when it comes to, well, it depends. Comic-wise, yes. They've all fought Galactus. Everyone has encountered Galactus. Uh, Movie-wise, no, because Galactus is technically a Fantastic Four thing, and Fantastic Four, for the longest time, was owned by Fox before Disney bought Fox. So, in movie-wise, the Avengers could have never faced off with Galactus just because of copyright reasons. But now that Disney owns Fox, it, it opens up a portal for that to happen. Um, 
but comic wise everybody has interacted with each other everyone has fantastic fours teamed up spider-man hung out with the fantastic four for quite a long time that's how he they were his mentor um the the avengers and x-men teamed up all the time they've even had fights with each other and actually during the civil war everybody in the marvel universe chose a side so except for spider-man he was the only one that didn't choose a side until the civil war ended and then he gave up his identity because he finally chose team iron man and the thing about team iron man was you had to reveal yourself to the public and spider-man did so and everybody freaked out and that's where um this new movie that's coming out in december kicks in because it kind of happens after he's trying to fix that timeline yeah and see the movies are now so i guess the difference between multiverse and not multiverse is multiverse is like into the spider-verse where you had like 400 spider-men come together and from different universes and team up together and the movies kind of have that um like the original spider-man movies directed by sam raimi that's one universe the mcu is its own universe uh like the x-men that's its universe spider-man movies made by sony that's its own universe so it all it's a big combobble of what is and what isn't when it comes to marvel and the movies that's very true i know you went on this marvel tangent for a while which is um, cool it's it's a mandela effect is iron man really part of the avengers or have we all been lied to is marvel (laughs) real (laughs) did marvel comics actually exist what did the infinity war happen in real life Did we all get Thanos snapped out of existence? I know. Yeah, it's called COVID. <laughs> Back. Mysterious. Uh, I know. I feel. I feel like I got blipped. I feel like I got blipped for half of this year or so. This year went by so fast. No, I. I agree. I see. So yeah, I saw this thing where it's like we're about three months away from 2022, and I'm still recovering from 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> but uh um uh what was i gonna say um i was trying to go somewhere with this i was trying to segue off the the marvel connection i mean we could talk about marvel for hours well, i mean that's kind of our job but <laughs> yeah i mean yeah talk about whatever comes out of our mouths Segwaying back into Mandela Effect, Spider-Man, people think, think that his webbing design on his costume didn't exist. Oh, that he was, like, flat? Flat, like, uh, just red? Yeah. Well, isn't his, like, uh, what he fights, uh, uh, Bonesaw? Isn't that, that costume? <laughs> I'm talking just... about, like, comic Spider-Man, but yeah, I know, yeah, it's... Oh. It's oh, flat color because to- uh, Peter Parker in that movie designed his own costume. Yeah. Whereas in MCU Spider-Man, Tony Stark designed his costume. Interesting. 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 
Uh, are you a are you a team Iron Man or are you a team uh, Captain America? Wow, we're going back to 2016, aren't we? Ah, <laughs> uh, that, that was our thing for marching band. We were like, we we wanted to do a drumline Civil War thing where half of the drumline was Team Cap and the other was Team Iron Man. If I really had to choose, I would probably go with Team Iron Man. Me, so me and my brother, we've kind of always been comic book nerds, and especially when it comes to Marvel. I would but we've always, we've always been more focused on like cinematic um, stuff. But we're, uh, uh, we've always had the debate between me and um, my brother because I mean, technically, the Civil War's been on since comic books have existed. We've kind of always had this like. Iron Man versus Captain America kind of thing. He's always been on the Captain America side. I've always been on the Iron Man side. Yeah. And recently with the MCU and a lot more, a lot more people have been kind of choosing their sides. Um, I feel like it's opened our lights for a lot of like we're switching sides and like there's a lot more ammo that we can use against each other. Like I've kind of always been on the, like I said, I've been on the Iron Man side. Uh, he's been on the Captain America side. I think we're still on those sides, but now we're kind of seeing which each side is coming from. I mean, one side is to give up all your hero rights to the government, while the other side is to lay low. So. That's... I mean, that's... That's vigilante versus... Uh, I guess, government-sanctioned killers. It'd be kind of like... Uh, like a, going back to dc here suicide squad suicide squad is a government program or whatever yeah, hired by the government from the prison they're all prisoners so the government basically reduces their sentences by sending them to go do good guy stuff i guess that kind of is similar in that situation where it's government sanctioned and then like the like batman for example would be your vigilante non-government sanctioned even though, you know, with the whole, like, Jeff Gordon, uh, uh, spat signal, having the mayor's telephone kind of thing, kind of weirdly government-sanctioned stuff with it, but, like, like, I don't know, I guess, so Iron, Iron Man, if, as far as I understand, correct me if I'm wrong here, Iron Man's the, uh, let the government decide your yes you're superheroing my my thing with that has always kind of been like well you know the government you have to think with the government that like it's you're in a society or whatever you have rules and you can't just go do whatever you want unsanctioned you know guns ablazing shooting up everything destroying stuff i feel like there should be some kind of like I, and this is going to be a weird tangent here, but I'm thinking, because I've just recently started watching My Hero Academia, and in My Hero Academia, they have, like, rules set in place for, like, you have to be a licensed superhero, or you have to be, like, a, uh, like, you have to go through school first in order to learn to not destroy buildings and stuff like that, because your quirk might be too powerful. I feel like that might be something with uh, why I choose Iron Man's side, which would be, like, you have to have some kind of, like, barrier there to prevent you from, you know, destroying New York City. But at wasn't, the same time, like... Wasn't that the same way for The Incredibles, too? Like, 
they were paired up with the government and then all of a sudden Mr. Incredibles broke a guy's neck and he wanted to sue the superheroes and then everybody was like no more superheroes kind of deal yeah I think it's similar I think with the the Incredibles it was a little bit more like uh like the people turn on superheroes yeah where they kind of abandoned them and just thought that they were like no the police can fight it <laughs> you know police can do what they can do and they kind of like because su- and that's another thing is like superheroes are doing their superhero work out of good fortune there's no like actual payment for it yeah whereas like being sanctioned of the government there's payment for it yeah so because like and, and again that's a my hero academia thing in my hero they have like a like a sponsorship thing where you get sponsors to pay for your food <laughs> i guess um and so like the better you you know the more superhero the more you save the better superhero you are the better you get sponsors and the more money that you make um that's kind of like you know i don't know how some of these people make their money like i know tony stark he has a side business he was a millionaire before he was a superhero but like captain america he's basically just a homeless guy like living on <laughs> <laughs> living on a helicarrier like well shields commanding making their a team. money shields shields the one that's paying the avengers because shields making the money i don't even know what they do like when well, it comes to the and, groundwork of making money how like because they're their own organization they're their own government so who's paying them to pay the avengers and, how did how did thor have money in thor one how did he how did he pull up with dollar bills because like he was going to bars and stuff don't worry about well, he's probably that. having it put on his tab <laughs> don't, don't worry about that <laughs> would he know what a tab is well so, i imagine tabs a, is a universal thing i would assume that it's either a universal thing or like currency in them like he's probably just got gold medallions on him and when somebody throws gold medallions at you you kind of go what the like <laughs> you're gonna give him the alcohol but it's gonna you know for him that's like a dollar but it's a pure gold amulet that he just handed you maybe worth a hundred dollars yeah, so, so you're really not gonna say anything about him <laughs> yeah he's just thinking he's paying you a dollar when really he's paying you a thousand dollars you're not gonna say anything about him leaving the the bar or whatever <laughs> you're just gonna keep giving him the drinks um that's like that uh the, the he's... john wick thing where he trades in the gold coins or whatever for money (laughs) plus thor's magic so when he finishes his mug of beer or whatever he just refills it with his mind and you're not even wasting the the bar's beer at that point you're just making your own (laughs) i just need the mug to carry it in which is exactly what he did in god i don't even know what movie that is where he goes to see Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange tells him to sit down and he well that was Doctor Strange's magic but I think Thor can figure it out too Uh, Doctor Strange gives Thor a giant mug and when he finishes it Doctor Strange just refills it with his mind 
<laughs> well, and I mean that. I mean that's kind of just magic. I mean they do that in Harry Potter and uh, one of my favorite series, uh, Percy Jackson, that in the camp. Like, let me fire up the wand. Like remind me, Ron, <laughs> I'm about to get it on. <laughs> um, in Percy Jackson, uh, in the camp or whatever, they can like fill their drink up with whatever they want. Or, like, they give them glasses of water, and they go, no, you just think of what it, you want it to be, and it does that. And so they taste it. And they use the same, they use, uh, um, instead of Norse mythology, they use Greek mythology. And so it's just a different, I mean, I would assume that there's a similar magic there somewhere that can make you do that. It's all Dungeons and Dragons. That's really what it just leads up to. It's all Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I mean, in Dungeons and Dragons, you can have the never floweth cup or whatever. You know, the, the always full of alcohol. Like, your last D&D character that had to get killed off had his never-ending never cup. On that, on, that fav on that note, it is around the mark where we say goodbye to our crew and end the week with the thing. My favorite superhero of all time, uh, not, not, not specifically Marvel or DC or any of that, but my favorite superhero of all time is the Crimson Chin. He is <laughs> the best superhero in the world. I think I just like, I think I just like him for his giant chin, his long schlong of a chin. You know, you know a really underrated superhero and probably one of my favorites is uh, Scuba Steve. Scoo um, real, I mean, real all-around good superhero with a lot of a lot of overpowered abilities, and I'm really sad that we didn't talk about that in our most overpowered characters because the way that little kid was just creating <laughs> Scuba Steve. Scuba Steve, I they have a Funko Pop of him. Did you not know what Scuba Steve was? No! <laughs> but they have a well, Funko Pop of him, Nick. <laughs> I know that, yeah. I, I mean, so Scuba Steve, I mean, he, he magically... Figure promotions. He turned he turned from a little toy that a boy played with to, like, an actual real-life human being. And the way that the kid was describing him is that he had, like, infinite superpower. Like, he can shoot laser beams from his eyes. And like he was indestructible, and he can talk to fish. Like he had, he had Aquaman, uh, Aquaman's powers. He had Superman's powers. He had uh, uh, really bad. <laughs> literally everyone's power. <laughs> On that note, goodbye. <laughs> Have a good day. Yeah, but thanks for listening to me rant. Tractable. You say that one more time, I'm kicking you off the podcast. <laughs> Not actually. We don't kick people off. Um, our fourth member will join us sometime in life. Maybe when we're all dead. Maybe when this podcast is off the air. But he'll join us someday. I was actually going to say something, but I totally forgot about it. So it must have not been that important. But uh, stay healthy, stay wealthy, stay malealthy, stay away from the molester moon. Can't, can't have that. Can't have that. Practice safe table talk and yes. understand your friends. Love your friends. Eat all the eggs. Next week, Ezra's the host. So 
we'll, we'll do that. Prepare for amazing. And as <laughs> as they say, kachu. <laughs>